what's up guys this is anthony anthem aka black fabio aka the midnight marauder aka the hot nicks aka the next will smith aka the gift with the shift making sure to uplift and i'm um, blazing like a spliff um and this is the delivery bros um we also have our um wonderful co-host of the night wonderful young wholesome Yo, I'm, I'm motherfucking Maki, goddammit. I'm motherfucking Maki. That's my new coin. Motherfucking Maki. I say it all the time. I'm saying it on the podcast. And I'm here with my absolute better half. My wife, the one and only Hershey Kiss. Dear Jesus. That's my Hershey Kiss, a.k.a. my queen. No, they don't. That, that's. That's a whole nother lifestyle they don't need to know about. Anyway, my better half. Terry. Hi, Terry. You're so quiet. Am I quiet? Can you can you hear me on here? Is it coming up better? Like I, I noticed last time I was I was pretty quiet. You yeah. were stupid quiet. Yeah. Speaking to the I'm mic a little bit more. You gotta like. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay, I will try and elevate Beautiful. right there. Yeah. The elevate right there. <laughs> Vocal cords. This is gonna be a long podcast. No, it is not, man. We having a good. It's actually, I'm actually, I've got energy. Yeah, for once. Yeah, because like the last three times I've been like knocked. Terry took over my whole damn segment. It was a good thing. It probably was the best. Why are you looking off in the distance like you didn't do anything, woman? It wasn't me. It was all you, sugar. So the next episode of couples counseling. (laughs) Next episode of Couples Counseling. Um, oh, man. So what's... Okay, so what's kicking off, yo? What is kicking off today? Okay, okay first of all, one thing that I want to kick off is Donald Trump off a cliff, but that's usual. Donald Trump... What? Donald Trump off a cliff. cliff. Oh, yes. what's kicking off? Donald Trump off a cliff. See, that lets you know I'm... That's why they call him cliffhanger. No, 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 no. Can't... Hold on much longer. And that's why he's called Cliffhanger. (laughs) I should be on radio. (laughs) I give this woman a microphone. (laughs) And this is, we're only in minute two of this shit. And but you said you told me it was a comedy podcast and I would be great on it by just being myself. So I did. I, I know, I know. <laughs> See, this is when your words can get you in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. Always remember that. Look, if you don't love your work, you won't work. See, you know, I was thinking about making a wholesome broadcast today, you know, and really, you know. <laughs> Why are y'all looking at me what like the that? Hell was that? Why did you tap me? Why are y'all looking at me? What the hell was that? I was trying to figure out what's going on. She's like, oh dead. my god, she's over here deadlocking you, and then just goes, like, what was that? I'm sitting here trying. To, I'm trying to figure out. I couldn't even hold my composure. Okay. I couldn't hold my composure. I was gonna let him finish his thought, and I saw that you were gonna interrupt. So, I um, that was interesting. <laughs> That was. I didn't get that one that time. I, I didn't get Normally that. Normally, she does this for the like, give me information. I, I'm, I I'm just I like, okay. What I the... didn't catch that at all. I actually wasn't gonna interrupt. Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. What are we like two minutes into the podcast? They're gonna think we stoned. They, think, they probably think we're stoned as fuck right now. Well, I this might be. I am. Okay, first of all, I will be. You know, by the end of this podcast, oh, I oh. had a partial of a brownie. Oh dear God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I remember when I ate the same brownie from the same guy. Two days I was stoned. There is no way anybody should be stoned for two days. I mean, hey man, get it how you live. And then while you guys are getting stoned, I discovered at work what cotton mouth meant. Yes. Okay, I so always, let's get the funniness out of the way. With just dry mouth. I'm like, I was always told it just means that you have a dry mouth. So I'm sitting in my line as usual. Oh dear God! And I'm like, man, I have cotton mouth, and everybody's just looking at me, and a couple people are cracking up, and I'm just like, I say this all the time, and my associate's like, you can't say that, and I'm like, why? I just need water. What's what's wrong with water? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, because you know, it's not professional to say you have cotton mouth at work. For oh. real. Drug <laughs> with test. The, with the eyes. Drug test. Synthetic pee. Right? And I'm like, why would I need to get drug tested for a dry mouth? This isn't, this, what? So, um, guys, for those who don't know who a cotton mouth is, it's a term for... Um, dry mouth after you hit the, the devil's grass. Or the... A few times. Or the... Or eating edible. Or ganja. Or what? The devil's lettuce. The de- I already said the devil's lettuce, you You mooch. said the devil's grass. Wacky tobacky. Wacky backy, that man. Meant- why do you why do you mainlanders say wacky tobacky? Um, let's see. Because uh, you're associating it with the tobacco leaf. No, yes. fuck that. What wacky tobacky? No, it's wacky backy. Those what? marijuana cigarettes. What the hell is a wacky backy? That's weed. Weed. Are you talking about a wombat or are you talking about weed? Reefer. Do I look like I'm from Australia to you? Okay, wait, okay, Let's so see. so for reference Reefer, for everybody who's gangsta, listening that Dolja. Whoever's listening, you know, I'm 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 a very walk a fuck flame. Hey, by the way, why the hell why no. isn't my why wasn't my, my 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 uh the last one we did? You didn't have my thumbnail up there. I did too. People gotta know what I look like. I'm I had handsome. Your up there, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. There was one of them I was on there I as put a it feature. Out on Friday. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was one I was on there as a feature, and you didn't have my goddamn gum thumbnail up there. I did too have your thumbnail no, you up didn't. there with your I big head. I can pull it up with Spotify. Fine. Put it up. Oh, okay. Because it's probably because I didn't update the freaking image yet. I forgot to. You? What? What? <laughs> What the, what the, what anyway, the, okay, so yes. we have an hour, and I don't want to be depressed when I go to bed. Why would you be depressed when you're going to bed? Because we have a very serious topic to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, And see, I kind of not, like, want to get it out the way, but I want to put it out there, and then we can continue. Okay. You so, know what I'm saying? So it all started when I was in scout camp, and <coughs> Scoutmaster Jim invited me into his tent. Dude, we all what? know about you and Scoutmaster Jim in the tent. And oh. We ain't talking about that. Oh, okay. We're talking about, we're talking, oh, Jesus Christ. I was never in Boy Scouts, guys. Oh, my God. Um, We're talking about a very, very serious topic, and I guess we should put, like, a disclaimer out, almost. 
Especially after that 13 Reasons Why shit. Yeah, okay, so disclaimer, these are very serious topics, and if you can be affected, I don't like the word triggered, so if you can be affected by the topics of drugs and or uh, mental disorder, I advise you to turn off the podcast now. Yeah. Um, so me and Delana talk, um, touched on this topic um, way back when we first started this podcast, but I think it's something that we need to bring up now, especially with all the situations <laughs> that are going on. Um, and the black community. And the black community, the shooting that happened today. Shooting? Yeah, there was a shooting at um, the University of North Carolina. Oh, yeah, I saw that. UNC. Yeah. I did. I saw that. It came up on my phone. Talk about that. And then... it, it, actually, it was active. When I saw it, it was active. It was still going on. The shooter left two dead when I saw it. Two dead, four injured. Jesus, man. Yeah. If I'm correct, I think they were fatally injured, too. Fatally? Well, fatally injured is in critical condition. Yeah. So... Okay. We're going to see what happens in the next 24 to 36 hours. Well, I'm, I'm hoping, you know. Hoping for the best. Hey, man, I'm hoping for the best. That's school shooting, man. But seriously, though. And everybody, you know what's fucked up? It wasn't even just like, everybody was just shocked. Everybody was just like, damn, again? It's yeah, like, again. It's, it's like, 2019, and we still haven't gotten this shooter bullshit, you know, this is the most shootings shit. I've ever seen in my life. I mean, lifetime. you gotta, you gotta. I mean, there, you can't just assume that you know, a a shooting is just a random act. It's not a random act, man. Why would you ever assume it's a random act? Well, I mean, people just don't. People, people don't consider. You know what I'm saying? Which is the whole, the whole topic of discussion. If somebody is dealing with something mentally. Mm-hmm. That can cause that. I mean, I get that. I'm just I mean, I'm from the generation where it didn't happen, and then I mean, I'm from the gener- I'm from the generation where Columbine. Like that was that, that was, was the one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I remember I'm when Columbine. I was in fifth grade. And you keep saying generation, like we got a hundred years difference here, wife. Um, <laughs> but Lord Jesus. <laughs> You know, I'm from the the side of you know. I'm, I grew up in the time where shoot. You know, when I'm I, like the first shooting that I had to deal with was uh, War Parkway, the War Parkway active shooter. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? And nobody, and to my knowledge, nobody was was killed in that shooting. Um, and you know, let me say no disrespect to if you did have family members. That were killed during that shooting. I don't mean to invalidate your grief. I'm saying to my knowledge. And if so, if I'm wrong, then please let us know. But, um, you know, this was this is an every uh, an every other day fucking occurrence. It seems For like me, it. You know, it's it's a fucking thing, and nobody wants to address. And then, you know, the argue the big argument is, you know, well, it's a mental disorder, and that shouldn't cause that. And, this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, no, a mental disorder will seriously cause that. The The whole thing with mental disorders or, you know, problems is that they're either going to harm themselves or someone else. That's the yeah. ultimate thing. That is the ultimate scare is that they're going to hurt themselves or someone else. And that should mm-hmm. be something that I feel like should really be pushed. I will say this, like, 
I'm like, it's just getting to the point where people are so numb from it now. It's almost like it's a regular occurrence. Like, oh, another like, shooting. I know, like it's just like that. But it's just like I'm not gonna sit here in front. Like, it's it's fucked up when it happens and then it becomes a national thing. And then you got to realize there are people in regular ass neighborhoods like getting shot up all the time. Yeah. And I mean, right down. I mean, legitimately down the street. It's I mean, we had what six or seven in the last couple months. N- no, not six or seven. Just one. There's two over there. One. On Nobody us. was injured. Um, but I mean, I'm saying there are people popping off every other day. Well, that's what I'm saying. No. Oh, you just talking about just people popping off. People popping off. Yeah. Like, I mean, like they do it for fun over here. And our, our immediate effect, it's been about three or four. Three or four. I mean, my but brother was shot because of a... F- f- my brother was shot and killed along with his uh, uh, girlfriend, I believe. His girlfriend and her son. Shot and killed, 2015. R.I.P. Yeah, Sharon. Wouldn't that be... No, that's a mental disorder. Because... I understand that, but I'm just saying that was classified more as a domestic it was yes it was classified as the as a well i mean yeah it could be considered a domestic thing but that's also still a mental he has an issue i get that i'm just saying that you know if we're gonna address that you have to consider that there is a great deal of gun wounded violence yeah associated with domestic violence yeah so i was just saying like that's a whole... I mean, there are many, many... I get what you're saying. There are many, many denominations of the same thing. But I feel like they all link into having a mental issue that nobody is addressing, especially in the dadgum black community. Because the first thing that black folks like to say is, well, how many black folks do you see shooting up schools? Well, I don't see a whole lot of black folks shooting up schools. But they shoot up neighborhoods. Shoot, but I do see them doing a bunch of drive-bys. I do see them committing suicide. That is an issue for me. And the suicide rate has gotten like, higher. Like, I mean, you can't just say, oh, what are, you know, nobody's shooting up a school. It's all the white kids and da, 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 with their mental issues. No, 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 no. Because in the black community, your mental issues cause shootings on the drive-by. Your mental issues mm-hmm. cause gang violence. Your mental issues cause people to get strung out on shit. There's, there's, there's self-medication. other ways that self-medicating. Okay, I'm all for the green ganja. That's a whole nother situation. But when black folks start getting up on coke and PCP and all this other shit, you tweak it. Well, it's self-medicating. And that's I mean, also a, that's a symptom. Of Absolute, mental disorder, self-medicating. Absolutely. It's unfortunate, but we all know that mental health is not addressed in the black community. And there are reasons for that. I mean, historically, you know, the help was not there. It has not been addressed. Historically, day, yes, you are right. You but know, my and then thing there is the histori- stigma. Historically, it has been proven that African Americans and other people of color have been experimented on in these factions and forms. So are you saying that the experimentation caused some of the mental disorders? Like they stemmed from the experimentation? No, I'm saying the experimentation caused stigma. No, I'm saying I heard that theory. Like, like I heard no, that theory like black folks the TV, didn't... Like, uh, uh, why can I not say these words? Tuskegee. Oh, you the know, Tuskegee Airmen? No, experiments 
I don't believe that caused lasting mental. I mean, it, I'm sure there was after effects of mental, you know, yeah. crisis. However, I don't think it was something that would have been like, oh, yeah, this is going to affect, you know, the bloodline. I think it was a literal stigmatism. It was like, hey, we're finding out that they're doing these things, that it's happening. No, we don't trust it. So we're not going to trust your psychology. We're not going to trust your therapy. We're not going to trust your medication. So then you have a history of treating us like guinea. And this is where I feel like more black folks need to go into that kind of stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you're going to talk with who you identify with. You get what I'm saying? Like when you go Mm -hmm. to get help, you're going to talk with who you identify with. I personally don't talk to a straight therapist. I will not do it. Hmm. Okay. I won't talk to a straight therapist because they don't. It. it, it they don't understand. They can only understand so far. You get what I'm saying. I so you. I feel like black folk. That's why I'm like black folks need to go and be the go to go to school for psychology. And then and then the other thing that I notice is that psychology is one of those degrees that you get that you supposedly, air quoting over here, can't do anything with. Like, it's one of those base degrees, like uh, like uh, business management. Do you get what I'm saying? The two things... Well, I guess that's a perception. Well, I will say this. Thing. A lot of it is these programs are underfunded. So, yeah, there's a lack of jobs when it comes to but I'm mental saying, analysts like them and stuff. Two, them two degrees, business management and psychology... And the black community could uprise. You get what I'm saying? Them two alone. Business management, learning how to... I wish I would have gone for business management. I I wish I would have actually stayed in college and actually went for business management. Because after getting out of that, I could have still had time to go to Job Corps. Let's just say everything progressed the way that it did. You know what I'm saying? I could have still gone to Job Corps, opened my own business in two to five years. I will say this. I mean, I can, but I mean, having that extra... Backing of knowing how? But that's just it. I mean, most of the stuff you can figure out on the internet. I mean, yes, but I'm. I I'm mean, just just saying. just saying. I mean, to be quite honest, a diploma these days is not worth anything. To be quite honest, it's a sheet of paper after yeah, putting yourself in thousands of dollars of debt. I mean, at first, I remember it was if you don't do like when I was like what five or six, maybe it was you get your high school diploma, and if you don't do nothing else, you get that high school diploma. By the time I hit high school, it was you get a college degree. If you don't do nothing else, you get a four-year bachelor's in something. Or get a trade. And to be no, quite honest. trade was not pushed for me. Well, in this day and age, a trade is actually something formidable. And a lot of people don't understand that. We're in the age of trade. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I am going to say this, though. Back to the mental health conversation is, like, there's a lot of communities that don't do it. The Hispanic community is just as bad with it. Some of the Asian community, a lot of low-income white people as well. Like, we can go down the list. When it comes down to it, America as a whole has a problem with not observing the mental health problems that we have in America. I mean, you look at countries in Europe or whatever, they'll give you mental health days. Some companies will provide you a counselor. Or the only company, there's only been two that I've seen in my lifetime that actually do. One is the IRS, ironically. Yeah. And the second is Costco. Yeah. Them the only two. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go to like another country in Europe, like you go to like Finland or something like that, they will provide it for you. Is it New Finland? No, it's Finland. Like for real. Like literally they like a lot of these companies, they will like they will have a psychologist um sit uh, sit with you a couple times a week if you need it. Funded by the company because they want their workers to be healthy in all sources. And I see that with them. I see that with Germany. Cause I find I, it really interesting that we're not pushing for mental health. Well, you got to realize we're a capitalist nation. The only thing we really worry about is military and prisons. Yeah. Well, that's but because I'm, you make it a profit. That was our biggest. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That's not our biggest. But that's one of our downfalls as a country is that we made it profitable to do heinous things. I mean, it's profit. It's profitable to be poor. It's yeah. profitable to be a criminal. Yeah. It's profitable to be sick. Yeah. Uh, big pharma. I mean, yeah. why? Why would we? Big want- pharma, motherfucking. That plays into but that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, that's exact. I agree. Let me give you. Well, here's a good example. Like, for instance, you gotta think about prohibition. Prohibition, like with alcohol, they realize, okay, you know what? We were making money off alcohol. Let's bring this back. But then here we are now in 2019. Alcoholism. Yeah. But then there's, but it works though. It keeps people addicted. It keeps people, it keeps people wanting to drink more. Yeah. And then it, and then it, it's, I just find it so interesting that we're not pushing for this stuff because when you think about it, right? When you think about the human body. Let's just think about about it from a physical standpoint, right? We know that the brain affects everything in the body, right? Mm-hmm. It literally is the power for the body. Once it shuts down, everything else shuts down. You get what I'm saying? Your heart can shut down, your brain still be okay. If, you know, for a certain amount of time, because it's got to have blood. You know what I'm saying? So, the only... There's neuro, right, which is associated with the brain, health and function, right? And then there's mental. There's only two kinds of things that are associated with the powerhouse of the whole body. And we want to push for the whole, you know, well, get, you know, obesity thing and get healthy and all that, right? But mental health also affects that. When you get depressed, there are things that you don't do. Like eat, drink, or you overeat, overeat. right? But this is what I'm saying. I mean, food is almost an addiction in itself. Right, but this is what I'm saying. You doing all of this, right? And it's all affected by the what? It's all controlled by the brain. Mm -hmm. And there's only neuro and mental, health-wise. So if you want to talk about any of it, you got to realize that the brain in and of itself, if you're not feeding your brain, you're not feeding yourself. You're mm-hmm. not feeding the brain. You're not feeding yourself. You get depressed, you don't bathe. You get depressed, you don't eat. Or you overeat. And you gluttonize, which ain't healthy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But after all of that, you pushing for the physical. Push for the mental. Because the mental is what controls the physical. I get that. And I also believe in um, childhood PTSD affecting adulthood decisions. It's affected me. 100 percent. Oh, my God. And that's where I get back to, you know, people of color, disenfranchised, marginalized people suffering from traumatic and 
crisis driven. One hundred percent. Just growing up black is PTSD. Damn it. Shit. Even in the suburbs. Growing up fucking black. I'm not. I'm sorry, babe. Growing up people of color. No, I know. I'm just saying. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, that's that's what I thought about. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 traumatic and it's crisis driven. Just there, and the effects mentally. I mean, like you said, just going back to you, where chemicals are made and, and produced, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a different set of chemicals when you're in a traumatic situation. And yeah, there's... unfortunately, I truly believe that sometimes your brain will program itself to seek those chemicals as a It's survival. survival. It's all survival. The brain is designed to keep the body alive. You get what I'm saying? If it, I mean, I, dude, when we say things are like deeply programmed, you know, the whole term deeply programmed, that's really a thing. I don't care what anybody says. That's really a thing. Okay, but Look I wanna, at a dog. I want to be very careful of going down the Pavlovian idealism because the Pavlovian idealism can also be a double-edged sword as an excuse to why uh, the extermination of an entire culture is necessary. Uh, Terry, can you, like, <laughs> back up and say that in dumb dumb terms for me? Pavlovian what now? Oh, oh okay. Lord Jesus. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I told you my baby woke. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Um, I go- think what I'm trying to say is that. This is why I don't discuss these topics. I feel stupid. When you She's make. freaking out Pavlovian. When you make an idealism for a certain group of people, yeah. you justify stereotypes and prejudice. Uh, okay. Better? Thank you. Indeed. Okay. Because I was like, yep, I am tuned out. I have no idea what the hell you just said to me. I am going to say this. Like, we're at a point in time where we as the newer generation need to observe this more. Oh, you mean you're not going to say it's the end of days? Thank you. Fuck no, it ain't the end of days. Dude, if the end of days was supposed to happen in 2012, you motherfuckers had me shook. You That's actually, you actually believed in the Mayan calendar. Hey, 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 hey. I was young and in high school. No, I'm just pointing out the fact it was, I, I that didn't... it's always up to three things. It's the end of days. Oh, so we're yeah. living in our darkest So days. the goddamn Christians can... Oh, Jesus. That's usually the... That's usually <laughs> the, the other one started is, on that. Yeah, which is also associated <laughs> with there's just not enough God. Which is also Christian. So, you know, pray about it more. But, I mean, I'm just stating the fact that, you know, Christian... There's more to it. Even God would tell us to be more proactive. What happened to government and religion being separate? What happened to that? Okay. It never existed. It never existed. They built it. I mean, the what the all of the freaking laws and stuff. I'm going to say this. The Ten Commandments. I'm going to say this. Look, God can only help us so much from a distance. If you believe in God, I believe in God, but like he also told us we got to do for ourselves. If you want to get biblical with it, that's what I'm just saying. We got to be proactive. So it's like, it's more than, you know, pray about it. I know the old school says that a lot. My mom says that, you know what? And prayer does help a lot, but at the same time, if you don't get out there and do it for yourself, then you're never going to get anywhere. And this is, this is a wake-up call for not just the black community, but America in general. Get with the mental health program. 
I mean, seriously. I mean, for I'm, real. I'm just going to put it bluntly. They're underpaid. Fuck you if you don't believe in mental health. They're underpaid, overworked. It's Which causes more mental health issues with them, under- the people that can actually help you. Understaffed. And just everything. When it comes down to it, I can tell you right now. I'm in a program right now that's so understaffed. I can't see my counselor for two months. Is it Rediscover? No, it's Truman Behavior Health. Oh, well, that explains a lot because it's Truman. That's just It's this. Truman. It's minority-based. I mean, when it comes down to it, there's a lot of these or programs. Or am I wrong? Is that Truman? I don't know. Because I was doing... Truman Research KU, they have wonderful mental Yes, but KU is white, privileged, funded, for one. Research bought out. Truman is the only original one. I don't know what you mean by that. Okay, so white, uh, uh, KU was started with white folks. So is Truman. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's a white man on the name of the title. I mean, they haven't, like, torn down their black hospital yet. I don't know why we haven't made that an an historic, you know, landmark. Oh, you talk about that? Oh, yeah, near Hospital Hill, that one over there? It's right across the street from Truman. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's the black hospital. Yeah, that's the black hospital. It's like near Crossroads and all that. Yeah. Near Crossroads. Is it near Crossroads? Yeah. It's just right there next to Truman. I yeah, that abandoned building over there. Yeah, that it's the, it okay, yeah. so you got Children's Mercy, you got Truman, and the little abandoned yeah. building right there. That's yeah. the It's abandoned? Hospital. It's been abandoned for years. It's been abandoned since like the 50s, 60s yeah. or something oh, like that. See. But it's not a historical site. I mean, see. Be, Even though it should be. It should be a historical site. I mean, there's a lot of sites that should be historical that aren't. See, the old Negro cool. Leagues Baseball Museum. Not. I know not? that. No, it's not. Yeah, exactly. the old one isn't. The new one, yeah. The new one where, uh, the old one where Satchel Page was originally featured is not. The new one where they where people started like, hey, yo, we should open this. Which, why the fuck would you open a new one when you got a whole one? See, that's that shit. They didn't want to renovate it. That's that shit. See, that's the problem with American culture, too, is... We like to... And it's not even... I mean... It's like paying respect. Girl, can I at least finish what I was going to say? I'm sorry. That's why I tapped you I'm sorry. I just... She's Louise, woman. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. Good grief. A man can't have a thought. Gosh. Okay, what was I saying? So, anyways. You know, I'm just giving you shit. Anyways. So, um... Basically, it's... Our problem with American society is... We like to build, tear down, build, burn it down, build... Tear it down again. We don't keep anything, preserve anything. That's one of our biggest problems. Like, you go to another country, like, you and I both know this, Terry. Like, you go to Germany, you gotta have that house last for centuries. That you build a house. That's true. Very true. I mean, shoot, my friend's neighborhood had 500 to 800 to 1,000 year old houses that have been around since the dawn of time, practically. Like, they still have pieces of the old castle in this town. They still got, like, artifacts. Did you ever think that maybe America's desire to tear down could also be associated with the fact that America hates to look at its history? Always. 100%. But that's just it, though. They'll keep plantations and shit. Like, I can go, like, go to Independence. Most Um, vineyards are plantations, by the way. equivalent to the fact that America boasts about their, you know, redemption. This shit. It don't seem like it's a fucking... I mean, like, we hate to look at... I, I say we as if I represent America. 
Um, it's like hating to look at how you permanently scarred your face through black plastic surgery, but bragging about how much it costs to do it. I feel like that would be the equivalent to what it's that like. is probably like we hate the to look back on our history I've ever and heard see in my like life. the horrible things that America has done to people and to communities and cultures and nature, but we're the biggest and the baddest. So watch me put this build the biggest building right here. I mean, mm-hmm. in the middle of the black man. Yeah, in the middle that of... That doesn't actually... I mean, but do we really reflect on it like we need to? Because we don't. Like, you go to Germany, like, all, um, all students got to go to Auschwitz at least once. Okay, but I, I told you this in a previous podcast. Like, my one of my German neighborhoods, neighbors said, you know, one of the saddest things she found about America was the fact that they glorified and bragged about the horrible things that they did. As if it was a good thing. Always. Germany never... They Growing up in Germany, we, we all knew about the Holocaust. We didn't brag or laugh or, or looked at the Holocaust as something that was... It, it was a horrible experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were those who were benefiting and privileged, but there were so many who were died and suffered and it was horrible and that was a, a point to look back and say don't do this don't allow this to happen again yeah. and america refuses to do that yeah. we repeat our history over and over again and it's almost like america is proud to do that you know they're literally proud to be insane you know what's messed up is like even South Africa and South Africa got a lot of issues. They even reflected on apartheid. Yeah, they did. They sat back. They actually sat down, literally had a discussion, like in this um major building or whatever, like people sat down and discussed right after the apartheid and had a conversation. They realized okay, they're not gonna agree on everything, but they had the conversation on it. And they recognized it. They recognize the fact that they did Nelson Mandela wrong. They recognize the fact of a lot of things that went on in that country. And South Africa is not perfect by any means whatsoever. But well, but saying that, I wanted to point out that I thought it was absolutely beautiful what California did for uh, Nipsey Hussle. And I'm not referring to the, the whole police, uh, the police thing that I heard about. I'm talking about, you know, how California recognized Nipsey Hussle and... As a state, they made it a point to speak highly of what he had done and the positive impact that he had. I felt that that was amazing. And we need more people like that. A lot of these rappers be talking about, I put on for my city. Motherfucker, what are you doing for your city? Not a goddamn thing. I see a lot of these guys that are active, but I see a lot of these guys... I just talk a lot of shit. Florida it's like, Mayweather. look at my money, look at my clothes, blah, 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 blah. Like, like, okay, motherfucker, what are you doing for the community? Since you're getting money off of us. Not a Absolutely. motherfucking thing. Absolutely. That's why, like, that's my problem with a new generation of rappers. It isn't the music, really. It's the attitudes. It's the attitudes of they're entitled to shit. They're entitled to acting a certain way. And I ain't gonna lie, it's the age of social media. And to be quite honest, that also affects problems with people's mental health as well. I mean, did you see that video of that girl that was crying because she 
um, her Instagram got deleted or something like that. Yep. No, I didn't see that. Yep. I, I'm not on social media that much. Okay, so this girl was flipping out because she was like a um, Instagram influencer or something like that, or a model or something like that on Instagram, and her photos got deleted. Not her photos, her um, account got deleted for some reason. I don't know. It was because of somebody put like spam or something like that or whatever. And she lost, like, I don't know, like, 50K followers or something like that. It was, like, a lot of followers. And she's sitting there, like, just bawling her eyes out. Talk about, why did you guys do this to me? This is how I make money. This is how I eat. This is how I pay rent and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm just like, okay, you could probably get your following back and you just make another account. And then on top of that, like, it's not the end of the world. It's social media. Like, people get so obsessed with social media like, you find everything on social media, and it's to the point where it's almost like, damn, you know, the internet has its good, but then it also has its evils, and I think that also affects a lot of people's mental health. Like, people are not observing of their surroundings anymore. Like, I can even say that as a person that has to promote this podcast or whatever, like, sometimes I gotta step back and be like, well, I'm not even observing what the fuck's going on in my life right now. So... I think that's a big mental effect that a lot of us don't observe. And it's becoming an illness. It's almost like we're almost attached to this thing. It's getting to the point where, like, technology is just going to be wired into our brains like some Skynet shit or something. Eventually. The way we're just kind of heading. I don't know. It's just... The world we're living in right now, I feel like all it is right now is a little bit of drama and a little bit of social media mixtured into like this poison inside night filled cocktail. And we gotta stop drinking the damn Kool-Aid all the fucking time. And realize there's more to it than fame and all this other shit that we kinda idolize more than most countries. I don't know. It's either fame, drugs, alcohol. What is the newest trend? Um how can I look a certain way? Whatever. But you say that, but your eyebrows are like perfect. Oh my Lord Jesus. <laughs> okay, first of all, my eyebrows are fuzzy caterpillars. <laughs> I, it's I, the end thing right now. Fuzzy caterpillars. Look it up. Okay, first of all, I no, I don't follow trends because one... <laughs> I am poor. I cannot follow trends that are supposed to be high profile because more than likely it's going to be $180 for a shirt. Fuck Wave that. check. It was just like, okay, yeah. Why are you on a screen? He just, he just, just did you not hear him rant? Yes. yes. About the whole screen and then you yes. get on a screen? But I'm not on a screen that's like social media. And here we go. So this Look, is my- this is actually considered a puzzle game which stimulates the brain. That She's playing a puzzle game? Yes, right in the middle of the podcast? Really, woman? Really? The, okay, yeah, we're sitting here, we're getting all serious I'm and in having the a, series. a deep conversation. No, I'm with it. And you're playing a damn puzzle game. Yep. Is it Tetris? No. No, no it's, it's, it's Tomb Blast. It's Tomb... <laughs> motherfucking Tomb Blast. Really? <laughs> we're playing some motherfucking Tomb Blast. Because... Rocky, how old are you? I am... Four. Anyways, your shoe size. You got your fucking shoe size right now. Okay, okay. But tell everybody about the pie. Okay. That's his job. You know what? So, 
since uh, since Terry's gonna go ahead and plug her pie, I had some pie <laughs> before the podcast, and that shit was amazing. And that shit was amazing. It was fucking amazing. He said it was bad. I love. It it definitely was bad. I love. She's like tuning her own horn about this pie because she knows it was damn good. And I ain't gonna lie, it was a damn good pie. And I don't eat everybody's pie. I don't eat everybody's pie. I mean, you, should, <laughs> you gotta be careful eating everybody's pie. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh yeah, my. I got you to say it. I did. Oh, my God. See, this is what happens when I get with these two. Every time, nothing but debauchery. This is nothing but debauchery every time I come on this podcast with them. No. Hey, Anthony, let's do a podcast. It'll be fun, they said. It'll be great, they said. We can make it informational, they said. Have some of my pie. They said. And here we are now. Oh my god! So, okay. So off the serious topic for a moment because I need to take a break from that shit. I know everybody's like, "Damn, that was more depressing than Thirteen Reasons." Believe me. Believe me. That's that fuck man. They're making a third season of that shit. What? They're on season number three. They're on season. Uh, You know what's fucked up too? What I found out. All right, I'm gonna say this one last depressing ass fact: the suicide rate went up fifty percent. After 13 Reasons Why it debuted. You got to be kidding me. 50%. Really did? Yeah, in the month of, um, what was it, like April or May of uh, two years ago, 50%. They've been having a lot of problems with that. Well, you would think well, that they horrible. would stop. Yeah. They, no, you, of course they won't stop. I mean, it's so. about as bad as about as bad as Big Mouth. Fucking Big Mouth. They got in, t- in trouble with child pornography and still did Okay, stop. Big Mouth is pretty fucked up. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's true stuff, but at the same time, understatement. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like some of that shit is really true in a lot of people's lives, but at the same time, yeah, they kind of went far, really far. I guess there's a really thin line between funny and true. It was like lollicon porn for Americans. It was fucking ridiculous. It still is fucking ridiculous. Well, you guys have that. I um, I have some books. I I can talk about some books. She's going to talk about books. And the so, the books no, no, returns. no, she's not. I'm just saying I have books. Like, if we wanted to talk about books. I found Freak like the Mighty. Like, if we wanted to well, talk what, what? about the books. Freak the Mighty. What's a Freak of Mighty? I think Freak they, the I think Mighty? You don't, know the the, you don't know that Freak the Mighty, man? For well, no, actually, not a, a lot of people read it. Really? Yeah. I thought that was like a household, you know, thing. You know what no, I'm saying? it wasn't a household thing at all. No, because I, I don't know about this shit in my household. It. I read it in school. Okay, so why are you looking at me like that? What what, uh, what is with the judgment? So like aggressive right now. Yeah, why I'm are you looking so aggressive? Thank you. What I'm what are look, you freaking Polynesians? Like, look, don't hate because my eyebrows on. You bring you bring Polynesians to the party and they just gotta look all hard. You know and what? Aggressive. I'm about sick of you and these Polynesian bullshit ass shots. Fired. Every time. You go and hang out at a poly party or something like that. There's always that one. Did he just say poly party? Yes. Oh, bro. You... He was talking about his five friends. He oh, bro. Oh, yes. bro. He like, said poly party. You go to a poly party. There's always that one oh, bro. or two people that's like sitting there in the corner of the party. No, you didn't. Me mugging the shit party. out of you because you are you not poly-, poly. I'm going to get my damn Alfredo. It's like getting like the shit. I mean, one, like two Polynesian dudes or girls looking at you from the other side of the room, judging the fuck oh, out of you. No. Why especially, the hell did you steal my seat? especially when. Get out of my 
you you're not even Polly. You're not Polly at all. So they're like, what the fuck is this nigga doing here? And you just trying to have a good time and eat some food and hang out with the bros or whatever. And they just sitting there staring you down at the same time. That's how aggressive she was looking. Up at, <laughs> at she really did. Most I mean, of the time she looks at me like a snack. I mean, it was almost like she was like talking shit with her mind. And she was trying to connect with another Polynesian at the same time. To give her thoughts to another Polynesian. Like, look at this fool right here. Like, you see this shit? And I was just like, what the fuck? She stole my seat. Well, you walk it off. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I wanted to talk about your amazing Alfredo, but I guess we could talk about how I stole your seat. Stole my seat. <laughs> well, she stole your seat and your heart. Stole my heart first. <laughs> <laughs> and your Alfredo was delicious. It actually does look pretty damn good. It really is. It's a really good Alfredo. And Ooh. it's not like those Thought Pocket Alfredos that they No, use. not the Thought Pocket Alfredos. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real thing. What is a Thought Pocket Alfredo? Please explain this shit to me. When the bitch says you can cook. Okay. <laughs> the bitch. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay, so what are we talking like? Like she got like a like a jar Alfredo and she just kind of poured it in. Pretty much. After the and, and then she the gets noodles. some, like, she, yeah, and the chicken, and she don't put any spices or nothing else in it, and then she presents it like, I made my baby something to eat. We've seen all those photos on social media where they're like, I made baby something to eat, and y'all like, so you're trying to kill him? So she probably or put her. cyanide in it or something. She's like, ooh, this is a good seasoning. Cyan. She didn't have to. She just, she just had to give him the actual plate. Cyan. Cyanide. That's what it is. Cyanide. It's like, yeah, that's some good season. Let me go ahead and put that in there. Oh, car. If she knew what seasons was, I would agree with you. But not, typically, these girls don't have a clue. They just know how to put them ramen noodle packs together. Okay. First of all, if a girl cooks me ramen noodles, when she says she's going to cook for me, I'm sorry. We got to break up right there. I'm just going to say that right now. Here's my reason why. First of all, ramen noodles is not cooking. I could have did that shit myself. You've never had my fried noodles. Okay, it's one thing if you like, you know, you get creative with it, but you just making me a pack of ramen noodles and then giving it to me in just a bowl with nothing else in it. It's like I could. That's, that's a done deal. That's that, like it's over. It's yeah. over, right? Now it's one thing. Okay, it's like yeah, I cook the noodles, I fry it up, put some meat in there, put some veggies in there, you know, hook the shit up, right? Like I even put a little bit of sweet chili sauce in it, something like that. Exactly. You know, now that. I can fuck with, okay? It's like, hey, it's low budget, but it works. I'm like, babe, this looks good. I'll eat it. Boom. You know, I just realized how that could really sound. <laughs> I just I just thought about that. Uh, see, with that attitude, you're going to get them Alfredo girls. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I see, I'm still trying to figure out this concept of Alfredo girls as we go on. This kind of reminds me of girls... From my home city of Independence sometimes. Not all Independence girls, but there's a lot of them. But we're going to talk about that another time. You know what? You know what? Just people in the Metro are just ratchet as fuck sometimes. We're just going to put that. We're just going to say the Metro-wide. Not just Independence, Metro-wide. Do you agree with that? Yes. I have a prime example. Oh, she has a prime example. She has a prime example? What the hell is the prime example? What I was telling you earlier. Oh, Lord Wait, Jesus. Wait, what were you telling them earlier? Okay, there's a certain someone... That's a prime example, apparently. This bitch. Oh. You oh, yeah. Tell about her. 
So this I, bitch. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, um, yeah, Maki, I'm gonna need you to, you know. I'm getting there. Let me find the fucking picture. Cause this Whoa. bitch. Why you gotta be so abrasive? Cause this know, bitch. She's so angry. I'm, I'm so angry. What do you mean? It's I'm, that I'm, Polynesian blood. I told you. So angry. See that Polynesian blood is dangerous sometimes. Bitch, what? No, see that's that shit that I'm talking about. So you put you put together black folk and Polynesians, man. You gonna get like some type of like TNT bomb or something. I love you, Maki. <laughs> Made by This Acme. is hilarious that she would even post this shit. That's what I'm saying. See, okay, well, saying? Why don't we're sitting here doing a podcast, and they're sitting here looking, okay. looking up something on social media. No, so remember I told you this bitch stole from me. Yes. Is that how you referred to her? Yes. I'm putting it politely. Oh, so this succubus of people's souls. No, fuck that. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. That's too nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, the either are personal worlds. She's um, basically um, Galactus from Marvel. Okay, I had to do a nerd thing. Okay, <laughs> fuck you guys if you're judging me on here. It wouldn't be Galactus. I'm sorry. Okay, so Damn, she, she just basically, she's like Black Hole Chan if she were not hot. People don't know who Black Hole Chan is. Okay, first of all, it's an anime. We'll talk about it later. And for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, there's this thing with Black Hole Chan right now. And Black Hole Chan apparently is from this anime. I can't remember the name of it, but apparently it has something to do with planets and shit. And apparently, everybody's been... Basically saying, you know what? Let's make a porn out of it. Let's make it erotic. Let's make it Dude, live. how much porn? How often do you... Rule 34. No, it's fucking on my on my freaking Instagram. I oh. mean, I mean, yes. Okay. I do have my um, my couple day visit to Pornhub because I am single. And sometimes we got to break out the a bottle of... A couple of day visits? Yeah, fuck it. You know what? Got to make sure I empty it out. Don't come in with a load of gun. Bang, bang. That was a joke, Maki. <laughs> I think I broke Maki. Maki is broken right now. She has nothing to say to that. Terry, your wife is broken. I think I broke her. You okay? She's broken. Yeah, you like. I think she's broken. She doesn't know how to re- react right now. And you never even finished your thought about the, I, the thought pocket. Oh, yeah. Um, real quick, though, um, with Black Hole Chan, basically, people were just like, you know what? Let's make an anime out of um, out of blood cells. Everybody's like, okay, let's make a porn out of that. Let's fuck that. Okay, now it's on the earth in a black hole. Let's have sex with that, too. And that's where we come to in um, Rule 34. The fuck is Rule 34? Oh. If it exists, there's a porn. Yeah. Where did Terry go? What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, I thought I did something wrong. Oh. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> okay, first of all, I just wanted to say that. Now, back to your rant. So, what did you want to say about this um, individual? This, oh my 
God. She stole from me. I told you that. Yes, she... This bitch all up on social media yesterday took a picture of somebody who was on a bus stop that apparently she used to know. Uh-huh. Or associated with what the fuck ever. I don't give a damn. But you get what I'm saying. And this bitch gonna post up there, ha ha, it's funny to see you still on the bus line walking. I got a car. I got this. I got that. No, you don't. You tricking. She's Ooh. a trick. She literally sleeps with men for items. I mean, it's one thing if you're a sex worker and you're also being protected and, you know, understand. This bitch's baby ain't no telling who the baby daddy is at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is pregnant, isn't she? Yeah, she a thought pocket to the fullest. Thought pocket of the day. As an help, Okay. Here on the Delivery Bros podcast, we do not have anything against sex workers. We're actually pro-sex worker, but then there's a type that are just terrible people. Who is that um, person you're talking about? Is a terrible person? No, no, no. You said we pro-sex worker. I'm not pro-sex worker. I am. I'm not. Don't speak for everybody. Okay. Well, here on this um, on this side, um, the Lauren will also vouch for me. Um, we are totally pro-sex work because I'm not pro-sex here's the reason why I'm pro-sex work. As long as it is not being sex traffic or um, forced against their will or anything like that, and they make it into a business and make sure they get checked and everything, and also, you know, have some type of license for it, I'm all for it. I'm not cool with that until men start doing the same goddamn thing. Men do do it. Okay, I'm not talking about stripping. No, men do do it. There's male escorts, there's male prostitutes. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not okay with it until these motherfuckers actually start putting it out there. The way they, they do, do like, literally. No, 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 no. If you're going to call a female prostitute a hoe, bitch, you a hoe too. No. But they do. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. It's regular for men. We're talking about the fact of, like, sex work. I'm not calling either one of them a hoe. It's a, it's a job. It's a I'm trade. Not, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying, nah, fuck that. I, I'm not pro-sex work. I am. Because when it comes down to it, it's one of the oldest professions in the world. I mean, you go to Germany, you walk into a red light district, people are just like, nah, this is normal shit. Let's keep going. Hell, here's some history here. Boom, boom, boom. And then go on with your tour. I don't know. I'm still a firm believer that as long as you're not messing somebody over, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can't morally speak on any of it. And frankly, no, didn't have a judgment for this person until after I was messed over by this person. Now, this person right here, this is a whole different situation. This ain't about sex work. It's about her being, well, a terrible person. She's a fucked up individual, and if I catch her on the street, allegedly, I'm going to whoop your ass. Allegedly. I said allegedly, I'm going to whoop your ass. Okay. I'm just a real. As a note, um, um, on this podcast, we do not promote violence or anything of the sort. I promote any... violence when somebody fucks with your kids. Well, when it comes down to it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. When it comes somebody down... messes with the kids, I promote all the damn violence in the world. When it comes down <laughs> when it comes down to it, we don't uh we do not promote funk on sites. <laughs> I promote funk on site when they mess with the kids. Well, not on the podcast anyway. So Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> So with that, um, we're I gonna... think your name should be AKA allegedly. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Okay. <laughs> Maki, AKA allegedly. There's a lot of alleged things in my life, yo. Now, um, I am gonna go ahead and go and say this, um, to that person, if you are listening, um, fuck you, fuck your wife, fuck your bitch ass, bitch ass, hoe ass, bitch ass, stink ass. Never mind. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I wasn't going to go with that. But um, Maki basically kind of filled the void on that one. But, um, <laughs> I can't be nice I am going to say this. I am going to say this um, to you. Realize that your actions do have consequences. And you need to reflect and repent on it. When it comes down to it, you not only affected the two individuals that are on this podcast, but you also affected children. And with that, you got to realize karma does come back, especially after they treated you so well and they invited you into their household. And you have definitely kind of broken a trust bond with them and they're good people. And then on top of that, you also got to realize you would have did this to somebody else. Who knows how the conclusion would have ended. You're lucky they're good people. You ain't never lied. And realize you also have a child to take care of now. So all your actions will affect that child as well. And if you don't give a damn about the child, you need to go ahead and sorry, really think about. You know what? Sorry, Anthony can't can't. Nope, that bitch don't give a fuck about a child. Okay, you pregnant? You out here trying to fight people? Um, I, I wish I get pregnant today and try to scrap. She was somebody. trying to fight somebody. That's yes, all, that's what caused this whole thing to go down the way that it did. Oh, she went and attacked God. somebody, a relative of ours, and decided to pull scissors on the same relative. Talking about she gonna kill her, right? In a physical fight provoked by her with this other individual. So. Then tried to play victim. She tried to play victim. And so what I told her was that I get it. You're young and you're dumb. And full of cum, obviously. Okay. Ew. But it's a real saying. She's pregnant. I mean, I know, but at the same time, the way I'm thinking of it right now is just kind of gross. Hey man, gotta... all things considered, she stinks like fish. Okay, okay. Maki, that's just that's just too much. Okay. And you just you hurting your own character by even doing all that. I mean, and on top of that, I mean, I don't want to think about the fact that she's probably filled to the brim with jizz. And the fact that I had to say baby sauce or baby gravy or baby dough or baby play doh, um, baby slime. I feel like I got a couple more. I don't know. Help me out here, Terry. I, I can't. Okay. Uh, oh. Um, baby Alfredo. Okay, we're good. And now I can't eat the rest of my damn Alfredo. Fuck that up for me, too. You just finished your bowl. It's empty. There's still more in there. Oh, dear goodness. I said I ate a brownie. Oh, baby batter and baby vanilla. Okay, I'm done. Baby, baby batter. It's a thing. <laughs> But, no, I I completely understand. Unfortunately, for this person, there are certain people in this world who do dumb things. They learn the wisdom. They continue on. And then there's other people that we just have to observe until the Darwin effect takes hold. Indeed. And I'm not saying... That I would ever wish for someone to catch a Darwin Award. I'm just saying that in the observance of her lifestyle, I feel like it's inevitable. Maybe some people like that sometimes, they got to fall the hardest to really learn something in life. Exactly. And that is such a... I mean... I mean, that sucks because life is short and it's hard on its own. And the only way that you can even be remotely successful is by the support that you get. I agree. So when you're out here burning bridges, 
it just for what for an immediate image it really it's a disservice to yourself it really is which is exactly what i was trying to tell her when all of this went down was that hey you know when you did this when you're fighting here and you got this baby on the way and you're on probation what did it cost you how old is she, by the way? 19. So she, she's like the whole life ahead. And there you go. I so, mean, I mean. That's what I was talking about with this new generation. But I can't go off of what she had to learn. I can only go off of what I learned. And what I learned is I can't be Captain save a No, you can't. And not just referring to her. I'm just referring to the majority of my lifestyle, you know, where I felt like if I. I'm compelled to help. I I need to be there to help. Mm-hmm. But being burned so many times, I'm starting to really realize and learn not everybody is in your corner like that. Not everybody is here to see you succeed. No. And that's why I was saying it's it's sad because she's going to learn that she's burning bridges for for actual support. It's sad. I'm gonna say this like. All of us, like, at one point are probably trying to save others, but we got to learn how to save ourselves. I mean, that's where it comes down to it. Like, I can already tell you straight up, like, I've lost a lot of friends over the years. Some, my fault, I will admit it. But there were a lot of friendships that I had to let go of because of the fact I couldn't save them. All I was doing was enabling them. Enabling them not to get their lives together. Enabling them by giving them handouts. And, you know, realizing the circles that I'm participating in is taking a negative effect on me. And then when I fall, they're nowhere to be there. They're never there. I mean, they're not to be, you know what I mean, they're not to be seen. Yeah, I get you. They're they're invisible. They're the ones, fair weather, as they called it, right? Fair weather friends? Fair weather friends, and those are the friends that are just like seasons. They change eventually. So it's like when you get to uh, when you get to that, I understand completely. And it's sad that I know you guys were, you know, reaching out to her. And she's a young girl. She's 19. She's really young. She probably doesn't know that there's more to life than some of the ideals that she has is bigger than clout or partying or whatever it may be because i was 19 we were all 19 at one point so we all know at 19 you know we were trying to you know go kick it have fun do wild shit and now she's got to realize she can't just be you know super wild now she's got a responsibility her actions will affect this child if she does not take the fact that parenthood is a very serious matter I mean, it's unfortunate. There's a lot of babies raising babies out here. It wouldn't even matter if there was or wasn't. I mean, not everybody who parents is meant to do that. I mean, I agree. I mean, there are some people that should not be parents. There's a lot of people that have kids young. I mean, we're in an age where there are a lot of young people who are having children but haven't even had a life for themselves yet. And again, I mean, I feel like society bashes too many young parents. We need to get off the stigma stigma that age is associated with bad parenting. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, I will say this. I feel like instead of shaming 
these individuals who had to have their child, children young. I met a lot of people who had children young. Heck, I dated somebody who had a child young. And, you know, they had to do what they had to do. It was like, it wasn't about them anymore. And reflecting on that, like, a lot of the things is, instead of, like, you know, helping them or giving them guidance or helping them find a way, it's more of, oh, you're just another WIC support from um, so-and-so or welfare mom or welfare case or you're a whore or some shit like that. I mean, well, really, they made a mistake. They're trying to own up to it. A lot made of them a mistake? Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like, you like, know. Well, okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe I said, <laughs> I worded that shit wrong now that I think about it. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Because that's exact. You're just saying exactly what I feel like society states. I'm a young mother. I'm not a teen mom. But being but, that I was between the ages of 20 to 30 in that bracket, mm-hmm. when I had my first child, it was still a nightmare. So I can't even imagine what it's like for a teen mom. Because society looks at you and they're like, oh, you made a mistake. And I'm like, hold up. I'm already married and all that. How the hell did I make a mistake? Oh, because you, you had your kid before 30. Um, There are horrible complications. Oh, yeah. And not that I'm saying that, you know, you, you, yeah, you can't have a kid or, or whatnot. You can. Women have been known to do it for many different age, many different walks of life. It is something that happens. Oh, yeah. But as a society, they look at you immediately and they say you're irresponsible in some kind of way. You did something wrong. You made some mistake. You could have prevented this some way, but mm-hmm. you didn't. And I'm like, did you tell your mother that? Like, Why don't you go explain that to her real quick? Because in the end of it, we love, love babies. We hate to help support them. We hate to... to to mm-hmm. you know be there but we'll we'll tell a mother in a heartbeat she can't she can't do anything about it so it's like oh you're pregnant well that was your mistake okay well let me have an abortion no you're a horrible person okay well then help me raise this child no we don't want you you know taking our government funding and shit like that like it's, well, it's, it's like a- I, there wouldn't be a mouth to feed if if you just you know, provided I, I am not a person who says that abortion is the answer. I'm a person who says education is the answer. I we think... need to raise more self-aware children, I children should... who understand and don't have to find love in that type of way. I agree. And when it comes down to it, I've always felt like a woman's body is her choice. I'm always going to stand by that because I'm not a woman. I'm not the one who bears life in me. So when it comes down to it, it will never be my decision. If the future mother of my kids and I have a baby out of wedlock or not, or whatever happens, I don't know. But I do know this. All I can do is support her and what the decision is. And if she wants to raise the child, I'll be there. If she is not ready for that, I'll be there. I mean, yes, I'm. I think abortion is scary. Just for me, because of the fact I don't know. I feel like the fact is, I don't think I could ever tell a girl to do that, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't have that voice right there. So I prefer um, the kid, 
um, the kid lives. But at the same time, I understand in some cases, it's probably not the best situation to bring a child in the world. I think it's kind of one of those things where the woman should be able to solely decide it's her body. And then from there, we we go from there in the story. Um, I am going to say this, though. Um, on my last comment, what I meant by mistake is, like, mostly it's, mostly it's like they're not educated on sex or whatever. And the responsibility that's withhold. A lot of these kids aren't. People want to censor sex education in a lot of states. That's another reason why we have a lot of problems in the world because they're not educated. I mean, did you see the um did you see the um the notes of what happened at Coachella? No. Two thousand point uh two thousand and thirty six percent of the herpes rate went up at Coachella. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Basically, they're talking about hundreds of cases of herpes spread through Coachella. What is Coachella again? Coachella is that big music festival yeah, they have okay, in California. Yeah, okay, Coachella. Yeah, up in the desert. Yeah, okay, Coachella. And I can tell probably a lot of these kids did not have sex education. They didn't use protection. They don't understand the consequences of not using protection. And now there's like a whole like epidemic going on right now in California with this herpes crisis it's not just california it's in atlanta georgia area it's in a lot of major cities especially in the black community and that's something that we need more awareness on we need more education on because it's not just about pregnancy it's also about disease and the risk that can affect your life because it's it's dangerous this goes back to what I was saying about mental health and it's still back to what I feel like about PTSD um, we also don't talk about sexual assault in black families like we should and it is it, that would be the true epidemic is sexual assault I mean that's how I feel a lot of these um, people are growing up without any treatment any awareness any ideal about what has happened mm. and it's carrying on for generations and we really don't talk about it no we don't I I got family members who have been through it and a lot of it hasn't come out until after either said family member was was um, deceased or worse like I got girls in the family that are being stigmatized for it. And and then, like, they realize that they're struggling and self-medicating because they have been through this trauma, but nobody talks about it. Absolutely. Or they sweep, or the worst yet, which is what I hear is common, and what I've experienced is common, is the sweeping of it under the rug and ignoring it. You know, well, that's just your uncle so-and-so, and that's just what he does. No, that's not what Uncle So... No, Uncle So-and-so needs to take his ass to fucking prison. That's what needs to fucking happen. Like, seriously, I, I got situations that... I'm not going to even tell the story because it's not my story to tell. But there was one situation in my family that was so horrible that it just... 
it disturbs me still on what the fuck happened. But I'm not going to even blast that out in the air. I'm not. No, nor, nor should you have to. It's one of those things where, you know, there is help, but you're not alone. There are people out there that will believe you. Yes. There are people out there that will listen to you. And it's the same with your mental health. You know, we're so afraid to address it. But it's okay. I myself have had to face the traumas that I've experienced. And I myself was terrified of the idea of doing so. Because, you know, I was afraid that it was going to affect me in a negative way. And that's not so. I, I don't... I don't regret whatsoever getting help. What I regret it was taking too, this long to find it. Because it wasn't until I finally admitted that, hey, you know what, I'm not straight. And, hey, you know what, I'm not okay. And, hey, you know what, I want to be. That I was finally able to say, forget what everybody else is saying. Go ahead and pray for me, but I'm going to go ahead and get help. And, you know, that takes a lot of courage to do. There's a lot of people out here that don't have that voice or are scared to voice it out for me as a person who has never had that experience and it's hard to imagine what anybody's gone through in that situation like I can't I can't put myself in your shoes on that one so I don't understand the trauma you have been through and I know for a fact I can say this much though it was not your fault I'm sick of people saying well you shouldn't wore that or you shouldn't have been here at this hour. Or you shouldn't have been running over here. Or you shouldn't have gotten in the car. The fact that it happened is like more than enough. When your loved one goes through something like that, they don't need to be shamed. They don't need to be argued with. They don't need more stress. What they need is somebody they can lean on in this time, in a dark time like this. They need love and care. Which is a really great point. You you, you say that. Um, for those who haven't been through or directly, you know someone that has. Um, there are ways and reasons and places and education to help you support, to help you find out, to help you even, I mean, like, there's been moments where you've questioned, like, where you've looked at someone and you said, well, maybe that person's going through this. There are ways in education out there to address them, to, to ask these questions. Like, you know, suicide awareness is a real thing. And there is, there is lingo. There is help that you can seek for people who really... Are showing those signs to you where you're saying you know what sometimes this person seems to be in a much darker place mm-hmm. and the what? idea that they're just complaining or they're just whining it may not be that it may be that they really are trying to ask for help because what the scariest thing is it's when they stop complaining it's yeah. when they stop crying. It's when they stop 
reaching out, then they're gone. You don't realize you deny them. You know, um, when it comes to the whole suicide awareness and everything, um, I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine earlier. Um, so I was in California um, a couple of years back. And actually, it was about last year or something like that. I can't remember right now. And I was there because I was going to a mental health facility. It wasn't like a psych ward or nothing like that. But it was a place I felt like I could get some help. And there was this young man in there that um, had drug-induced skits. And he was really going through it. I had gotten close to him. Shoot, sometimes I make sure, you know, he would fall asleep because sometimes he had a hard time sleeping because he would always kind of fight to take his meds and stuff like that. I mean, he was only like 19 years old. And one day, like, I say like February, I decided to look him up. And so I was trying to look this kid up. And when I typed his name in, the first thing I find is his obituary he killed himself like a couple weeks before Christmas and I, it's just like it still messes with me because of the fact it's just like that I treated him like he was like my little brother when I was in there because he felt like he didn't have anybody and he was a good kid and to find out that like they had a memorial for him and and I didn't know he was still so alone it's just like I should have gotten contact sooner I had to tell everybody that was in there with me what had happened we were all crushed by it, man. Because in some weird way, we were all kind of like in different places and everything. But we kind of like, you know, made really big friendships off of it. And it's like we lost one of our own. Cause we all came up in there. We all had different mental health issues. I got bipolar disorder. Some had schizophrenia. Some were fighting with other things. But we all stuck together. And it sucks. It really does. And I can say, yeah, this is the only person, but I've seen so many people, even that I've graduated with, go down the same path and spiral. And that's why, like, when it comes to suicide and stuff like that, I take that shit serious. Because, hell, I even tried to commit suicide once. I realized how much of a damage it affected my family, it affected my friends. But I made it out. A lot of people didn't. That's the difference. (sighs) Okay, that got kind of dark. Okay, let's pause for a second. Okay, so um, we're back. Um, 
Yeah, so um sorry you got so dark and depressing. But um sincerely I I'm kinda glad we had this talk. To be quite honest, I opened myself up and they opened themselves up and I really appreciate y'all for doing that. And I always love having great dialogue with you guys. Absolutely. We'll we'll have to try more of the funny stuff though. Yeah, um I am gonna say this though. Um Maki's no longer with us. <laughs> she has been taken down by the wee brownie of justice. <laughs> she will no longer be able to function for the rest of this podcast. Unfortunately, she is gone to be with the load as of May the 1st, 2019. She was a good soul. But this wee brownie has overtaken over, um, her. She has succumbed to the brownie. It may be a very long time before she wakes up. But she's going to get the best sleep ever because that indica is definitely something that really brings that ease, that smooth. Oh, shit. I got to get her upstairs somehow. Oh, well, good luck with that. This is Anthony. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Um, I don't think I'll be here long enough for that. Oh, she's moving slow. Oh, there was a pulse. Oh, my gosh. Damn, this is like Lazarus. <laughs> She's literally trying to she rolls, she rolls with the dead like Lazarus. Oh, Lord. Come on, Maki, you can Yes, do it. I made a Bible joke, folks. Come on. <laughs> I feel like we should be like quoting Jurassic Park right now or something. Uh, like, click, come on. Da, 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 da. She's like, fuck you guys. Right. I already, I can already read her, I read her face right now. Hey, there's never a hangover with the brownie. Yeah, that is true. I will say this much, though. She's probably digging her boogers out, too. She, even, she can't even get there. I, I, can, already, I can already tell. She be Dutch ovening y'all on the bed. Actually, that's me. Really? For real. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a lady. I, 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 don't, I don't do that. And then, oh, BS. Yes, everybody farts and takes a dump. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, throughout the day, I use all my chi to hold it in. And then sometime at night. I don't know why you do that. Just I let it go. I unconsciously just, just, you know, okay. allow it. In the words of Tony Braxton. Let it flow. Let it go. Let it fly. My peppy used to say all the time. She's like, I'd rather let it out and be in shame than hold it in and be in pain. In the wor- Like I said, but let I it go. Think- let it go. La, da, 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 da. Let it go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maki, you got anything you want to say? No? You can do it. Maki? Anything? Anything at all? You want to go upstairs? Are you thinking about the Babadook? You want to go lay down? She's thinking about the Babadook. Okay. Just watch the movie, folks. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think she's... Is she down for the count? You know it's a really good horror movie? What? One Miss Call. Not you know, the American No, the Korean version, version is really Thank good. You. I like the Thank Korean you, version. Because the American version was garbage. Garbo. It was too teen esque. 
It was so horrible. It was like a really bad team movie. But you know what else is a good one? What's what? Juon. You know, I haven't seen Juon. I've heard it's good, though. Wait, did they make a one missed call for America? Yes, they did. It was uh, terrible. It was garbage. Um, Such a great movie. They made it into kind of one of those teen thrillers. It wasn't rated R. It was rated PG-13. You're kidding me. Yeah, it was garbage. That's garbage. You know what's kind of a good horror movie? Um, it's called Suicide Club. It's a Japanese one. I love Suicide Club. Oh, Have you, you seen... seen A Tale of Two Sisters? Yes. I loved A Tale of Two Sisters. Have you seen the Korean Cinderella? Uh, yes. Did no. you see the Hansel and Gretel one? Yes. I loved it. Damn. I just showed Maki... Yesterday, Kung Fu Hustle, which is like one of my favorite movies. OMG. You have never seen Kung Fu Hustle until recently? Oh, man. Oh, Sunday. Sunday night. I showed her to Kung Fu Hustle. It's one of my favorite movies. I love Stephen Chow movies. Oh, my gosh. I've seen all of his movies. What did you say, honey? Uh, I have to pee. She said, she has to a pee. That's the only thing I got off of that. Why did you say that was such an accent? It's like your Polynesian accent came out. It, see, she's like dead. Down goes Fraser. Down goes Fraser. Oh. That's how I felt last night. Yeah. That's how I felt. But you gotta go to the bathroom first. For a whole day. I'm just gonna say this right now. The maker of um, this pharmaceutical uh, pastry. Good night, everybody. Is a gift, and we're going to talk about that another time. With that, I might actually have him on the podcast under a cold name, of course, but he makes some good pastries. Damn good. Anyway, so with that, um, this has been another production and another broadcast. I'm just <laughs> okay. Maki is going to bed. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and end it here, should we? Oh, she's waddling. She's waddling. Dang, it's like seeing a baby's first steps. Oh, she... she <laughs> oh, my God. She's playing Frogger in the house. Is she going to make it to the toilet? I don't know. I am so concerned right now. She's going to bounce there, though. Oh, she is literally bouncing off the walls. She is so high. She's like a balloon. Man, she's so high right now. I don't even think she's in another place. She's having an outer body experience. <laughs> she's grudging the wall right she's now. She's on fucking autopilot right now. It's like, and we're going to go ahead and uh, make the connection right here. We are going to be taking about a several hour flight um, with um, with Pot Brownie Airlines um, for high times and high minds. It Enjoy. fudges you before you fudge and know it. <laughs> and that is... The strength of that indica pot brownie. Yep, that should be his slogan. It fudges you before you fudge it, know it. Yeah, because right now I know she's like, what the fudge? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, shit. She's gone right now. She's like, gone, girl. Gone. Gone. Gone, gone, gone. gone. That's a good movie. No, I was talking about the book. You know how I am. Oh. I'm reading. I need to read the book. I want to read the book. I want to. I want to compare it. Usually, the book's better than the movie. I hear the book is way better. Yeah, I mean, I you can only fit so much in a few hours. If you're gonna do, I feel like nowadays what you need to do is for like autobiographies or movies. I mean, for autobiographies or like um, books or something like that, just make a just make like episodes of it. 
I was hoping they'd do Why the Last Man, but they didn't, so. Like, I, like for instance, like, you know what Snoop said um, about the pop movie? They should have made that into, like, a series. That is so true. They really should have made that into a series. I know he's Babe, there. You go upstairs. She is literally standing over me like a shadow in the night. She's like Batman getting ready to punch my day lights out. Is she going to be okay? Right now, she doesn't know where she's at. Do you remember your name? She remembers her name. Good. Are you okay? No, she's not. Is she going to be fine? We don't know. Uh-uh. You said nobody's died from weed except for that guy who got hit by a bell. Well, okay. That's a whole different story here. She probably isn't going to die, but she's definitely going to be faded for a while. Very faded. Is she going to be okay? I mean, right now, she's like walking like Frankenstein. Uh-uh. The penguin. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Why am I talking? Man, I sounded so snooty when I did that. I was like, <laughs> Oh, Gianni's checking on her. Oh, you were like right between my legs. There was a hole. <laughs> well, I haven't felt that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that, I'm going to go have a cigarette after that. And um, go call it a night. This has been Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And um, thank you, Terry. Absolutely. And with that, we out, guys. And good night.